grab a beer. We'll put college football in your ear. Let's rock and roll. I got mine. What is up, Big Ten backers? We are back. So hit those likes. Hit those shares. Hey, you guys. We are back. Hit us up with the comments. We will get to those comments after every segment. You know, we always do. Sometimes we get interrupted and get to them early, don't we? Don't we, AJ? We always, always do. We got that big ass dump truck of a show for you. We got the bets coming. We're waiting for our main man to hit the ground and get a hold of us. So he's coming straight from Vegas again. He got his bets in for the year. The Big Ten backers got a special kind of show in store for you today. It takes a special kind of man for us to want that special show. We're getting back into the season. And if the offseason gives you blue balls, get ready to bust a nut, baby, because we're talking real football now. All right. By far, our best segment of the year was the betting segment with Seattle Matt. And Matt, he spends the majority of time in Vegas during college football season. So I think we might have rebranded him to Vegas Matt. I don't know. Officially, AJ might have done that in the last show. So we'll see. He's Vegas Matt for here on out. Vegas Matt now. He lives in Seattle, spends the majority of his time in Vegas during college football season because that's what he does. He just bets, man. He's a better. And speaking of betting, the way I met uh, Vegas Matt now is this man started off by making a $10,000 bet. He saved up for two summers working through college on Ohio State in twenty or 2002. It was a plus 11 Ohio State. No one thought Ohio State was going to win. That was ridiculous. And he made a ton of money. And now he's a regular at the Bellagio in Vegas and spends the whole college football season there. So, damn. Hopefully he gets in today. We're hoping he gets us those over-unders. We got his spreadsheet. We're ready to go. So get that man on the show. Sounds like he just landed. Oh, boy. Are you guys ready for this Vegas Matt is in the house. We're about to bring him on stage, and boom. There boom, there's is. Vegas Matt. Man, making us the money. Hey, man, why you always got to block out that background, brother? You can't hear us? Come on, man. There oh, it man. is. There it is. Yeah. Talk to us, Goose. There we are. There he is. Fresh off the airplane. What's going on, man? How was Vegas this trip? Uh... I'd like to say smooth, but uh, we all know that's a lie. So. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to make it again, man. You always pull it last second. It's that uh, it's a very convenient flight time. That's all I'll say. So, damn. All right, getting in. All right, let's get. Hey, at our regular time. time, you wouldn't have made the show. <laughs> it was coming to you late. Brother. We had to push it back. We had to push it back. But he's here. He's here. All right, y'all ready to get into it? We're going to talk about these Big Ten best bets over and under style brought to you by the one and only Vegas Matt. We did rebrand you. You missed it. You are <laughs> Vegas Matt now. That's fine by me. I, I will change uh, I will change all my licensing. Everybody out there in Washington <laughs> hit the portal anyway, so. Yeah, it's going to be a tough few years out here in Husky Nation, so. Yeah, we might have to go to Vegas, Matt. So, hey, man, we got into it a little bit last time. So, we want to know what's special about this year. There's some different things going on the 12 team playoff, all these 
conference realignments, bigger schedules for everyone. So how does that change the betting odds for the year? It, it fundamentally changes them. And I'll, I'll say if you're just looking at a really big picture up front, you saw a lot of 10, 10 and a half over-unders. And, and probably want to start off with by saying when you're looking at over-unders on the season, it is the 12-game regular season only, so they do not consider – conference championships as a part of this. It's always just your straight 12 uh, regular season games. So when you're seeing a lot of 10, 10 and a half over-unders, you're basically looking at teams just losing maybe one game. I mean, there were some over-unders last year at 11. You saw Georgia that way. You saw Alabama that way. So now you're seeing a lot in the 10 and, 10 and a half seems to be kind of the pinnacle you're seeing. But really, you're kind of seeing 10, 9 and a half, a lot more. So you're really looking at Vegas saying, we anticipate some of these really good teams, probably the best teams in the country, probably all getting a loss this year. And you're seeing probably the fifth, sixth, seventh seed could actually have two losses this year. And that's where you're seeing that 10 and a half saying, do we think you're going to get two losses this year? Dude, I think with some of these schedules, you're going to see three loss teams bumping up in there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there were some – some of these schedules are ridiculous, man. They really are. Now, um, let's get into these schedules, man. You're talking about some of these uh, best overs that you have. And speaking about one of those nine and a halfs, you got Penn State. Penn State's your number one team that you want to talk about for your best over. So break it down, man. What you got on Penn State? Why do you think they're going to go Tell me why. That's a fat nine and a half, man. It is, and, and I'll kind of go with the philosophy when I'm looking at over-unders on a season. I always like to start out at the extremes, right? You're going to find a ton of teams in the five-and-a-half to seven-and-a-half range, and if you look at all 134 FBS schools, the majority are going to be in that five-and-a-half to seven-and-a-half. So you can bet those at your own risk. So I like to kind of start out the outliers on both sides of the equation. When you look at – Get those moneymakers. Yeah, Really, what I like to do is I like to break it down and look at, okay, what are your really tough games on your schedule? And then I want to know, okay, where are your easy wins and your cupcakes? So let's kind of start there with Penn State. If you actually look at their cupcake schedule, they got two easy non-conference games. They host Illinois. They host UCLA. We're going to get the UCLA in a little bit. They're at Purdue, and they're at Minnesota. Those are six just chalk them up right now wins for Penn State. Now let's go to the other side of the equation and say, okay, let's look at how many tough games do you play this year. I'll be Wait, honest. You count actually, West Virginia in that? Are you counting West I'm Virginia not in that? I'm counting West Virginia in that. Right. I am not. Right. Um, when I'm looking at it, so when I say two non-conference, they actually have three non-conference games. Uh, two of them yeah, are Bowling well. Green and Kent State. Yeah, those are the two I counted. I did not count West Virginia there. So that's part of the sixth, what I call the soft schedule. The hard can't schedule. Can't read, can't write, Kent State. Hey, I love the golden flashes, so you better watch it. But <laughs> when you when you look at the hard side, I'm being pretty generous here. They travel to the Coliseum, play USC. They travel to Camp Randall, play Wisconsin. They're at home against Ohio State. That's a legit one. And they're at home against Washington, which is not the same Washington team as last year. So I'm putting four in that category, but I think that's a little generous with Wisconsin-Washington. So really, I look at the schedule and I say, okay, you got six relatively easy games. You got a couple tough ones, a couple so-so ones, and then a couple middle of the road. I really see 10 wins coming out of this Penn State schedule. 
No, I agree. I, look at this, man. Like they, they got some easy games, like you said, you talked about. They're going to start off 5-0. and I think they take West Virginia. Uh, I think they only need to win one of those three games, and they're easily over. And you're talking, for me, our SC, Wisconsin, and Ohio State, man. They got Ohio State at home. At SC could cause some problems. At Wisconsin could cause some problems. But they only have to win one of those three games to say over nine and a half. I think that's easy. That is a fat-ass stretch because they do play those three games in a row. And your, your ass ain't seen stretches like that since uh, you graduated high school and started working at Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you I made all that money all <laughs> <laughs> it was more a uh, game stop but yeah close enough you know but oh and you got some stock in GameStop too sold that no i was just an that. employee there that's that's really <laughs> what I'm, I'm with matt though i'm taking the over here on penn state uh, hey yeah, man i'm you know the losses that they have you just talked about it i think they lose at usc Ohio State. I think they pull off the Wisconsin and Washington, so I'm over. I'm with you. Yeah. Hey. I'm and putting you know, my money you can, on the I Lions. Mean, Penn State at 10-2 is, like is like the sun rising in the east. So Happens I mean, every time. Just, you can set your But this is different, it. man. This is different. There's a loaded schedule now, man. This is so different. Not it's no, not no longer it's no longer the cupcakes of the West. This is this is where the debate's going to come in this year because you're right. There are some really powerful schedules, but there are some that slip through the cracks. And Penn State's one of them. You don't have Michigan this year. You don't have Maryland this year. You, you, you you've got you don't no have Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. I mean Penn State kind of got lucky this round. They're Who not else? They don't have either. Iowa either. We'll talk about the luckiest, man. We'll talk about the luckiest. We got yeah. we got a little comment from Troy. Really? More big BS? Well, we, we are the Big Ten backers. So, yeah. Yeah, Troy. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Oh, Troy. Gotta, Is Troy just upset that Washington State wasn't included? <laughs> What's up, oh, B5? We, we Go Ducks. Either. We got another duck in the house. Jamie usually is on the show. He's our he's our Jamie local the duck. duck. He literally's on the show quite a bit. He'll be on again. He's our little we'll duckling. Here soon. But let's let's talk about the next team. You talked about Maryland, right? Uh, and them avoiding Penn State. You got Maryland also on one of your best overs. They're at seven point five. Where do you see them getting over seven point five? Again, you you start out with the. You start out with the cupcake portion of their schedule, two easy non-conference games. Then they're at Indiana, Northwestern, Michigan State, at Minnesota. Look that schedule. I mean, it, I, I honestly look at those six games right there, and I say th those should be your six wins right off the bat. You're starting out six wins right there. Now we go to the flip side, and we're saying, okay, tell me your hard schedule. You got USC at home, which is a, a trend we're going to talk about here a little bit later. You do travel to Autzen to play Oregon. I think they'll lose that one. And you travel to Happy Valley to play Penn State. So I think those are – I think you're probably going to beat USC maybe. But worst-case scenario, with the nine games I just listed, they're six and three. So you're telling me with the other middling, middle-of-the-road Big Ten teams, I got to pull out two of the next three. I, I see that as being very probable. Um very favorable schedule overall, so that's why I like them at that over. Speaking of very know, favorable man. schedule, we got to have it up on the screen, brother. Oh, you're right. We, we got to move these schedules around, man. My bad. My bad. I'm tired of go. staring at Penn State. There we go. There's that Maryland schedule. But I don't know, and, Matt. Man, I don't know. This one's tight. Tight like a tiger, man. Like, I see three wins automatic. I got the Indiana-UConn-Villanova wins for sure. 
But man, home home games against Michigan State, Rutgers, Northwestern, those can be a toss up depending on how Maryland plays. And then you got UVA and Minnesota on the road. I don't think those are giving me wins either. And then you got the guaranteed losses with Penn State, Oregon, SC, and Iowa. I don't think this is a safe bet, man. I don't think this is a guaranteed over. Oh, you going against them on that? Seven and a half. So where where do they lose? You you think they lose to Oregon? I'm assuming. I think they lose that right. SB, Iowa, Penn State, Oregon for sure. I think Rutgers Ooh, could catch them. I Iowa. think they could catch them. I think UVA has a chance to catch them. I don't know. I don't think Minnesota will, but I just don't think it's a guarantee. I don't know if it's a guaranteed Wait. over for me. What you gave First him a lot to? Did you say Iowa? Guarantee on anything. I want to be that clear. <laughs> this is gambling. This is fun. You never say guarantees until the, the final well, whistle blows. Okay. Uh, to me, it's not uh, the best over, if you will. <laughs> Highest better overs within the Big Ten schedule this year. And we'll talk about those a bit later. But for me, I got some other another team that I think is a better over than Maryland. And who is that? Man. We're going to talk about it later. I got we'll, a get to it. we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Save right. save the best for last. All right. Hey, man, I, I you know, I think this is right on. The seven and five is probably about where they're going to be. Or, you know, I agree. Uh, so, ooh, man, I'm going under, too. I'm going against you, brother. Get back to That's Vegas right. and make that bet again. That's it's the right. big wrongs and the don't touch, man. I don't want to touch this one. I don't know what Mary I wouldn't got. touch it, yeah. And, uh, you know. Steve wants to put that in your lucky parlays, man. All the ones you don't touch. Just get a couple of don't touch parlays going. I don't, I don't parlay, man. Real betters don't parlay. I know, but you got to do them every now and then, right? No, never, never touch them. Just to feel lucky. All right. We got another Vegas Matt best over. My favorite one is choices. Rutgers over and under is at five, man. And you want to talk about somebody who got a schedule? That is crazy. There it is. All these neat teams in the Big Ten, man. Ruckers. Look at that schedule, man. Now they're who, not is, who the hell is Howard Bison? They avoid a lot. Break this one down for me, Matt. Yeah, you know, and this is where we're going to get into this when we talk about some of the West Coast teams. But, you know, East Coast, West Coast travel was definitely something I did incorporate in this. We'll talk about it a little bit later. But I look at, first off, I look at two easy non-conference games. You got UCLA coming into your house, one of the furthest travel games. We're going to talk about what I think of USC or UCLA. My apologies, but I think that travel is going to play a factor. Really curious to see how that plays out. You got Minnesota, you got Illinois, and you're at Michigan State. Again, I like Jonathan Smith in Michigan State. I think it's up and coming. He's got a lot of work to do in year one. So I really see that as a weaker Big Ten team. Again, those are your six wins that I think Rutgers has in the bag. This over-under is at six and a half. Now you look at what we deem to be your hard games, and you can take that with a grain of salt. You're really yeah, not give me those hard ones. the best teams in the Big Ten. <laughs> you got at Virginia Tech, and I'll tell you right yeah. now, Virginia Tech yeah. has the most returning starters percentage-wise in all of college football, so intrigued by that team a little bit. But then they got Washington again coming to town, a really long flight, Seattle to New Jersey, you're home against Wisconsin, and you're on the road against USC. And I am very bearish on USC, to be honest with you. I don't think they're going to be that great this year. So that's your four. You missed Ohio State, Oregon, Michigan, and Penn State. To me, Ooh, this is damn. this is a one of my favorite overs. Chalk, chalk one this up. They're going to be absolutely chopping. 
absolutely my favorite over. When you get a chance to not play Oregon, Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan in the in the new Big Ten, like, woo, that's who, crazy. What did he do? What what did Greg Shiano do to get this kind of schedule, man? He better make the most of it. This is an awesome schedule for Rucker fans. They should be absolutely happy with what happened. There's teams out here who play everybody, and Rutgers avoided everyone somehow, some way. They do have hard games against Nebraska, SC, and Votech. Votech, like you said, most senior team coming back, but they still weren't that good of a team. There was a reason they were bad last year. So just because they came back doesn't mean they're going to be good again this year. Nebraska, are they still going to have turnover issues? And then SC, man, they, they don't have no defense. So I think every game on their schedule is absolutely winnable. Uh, I don't think they're going to win them all, but they're absolutely winnable, man. They're, I mean, they got Whiskey, yeah. Maryland, Washington. They're, they're all winnable. Like their, their entire schedule. You silly. Yeah. No, that, that's a guaranteed win almost. I'm trying to think of who is a definite loss. You're right. I, I The closest one, maybe Wisconsin. And they yeah, can beat maybe. Wisconsin. They gave them a game last year. I, I think Vatek's going to be slightly better than people think. I'm not saying that's a loss, but I, I think okay. that's a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Um, and I, I and USC. I'm bullish on Maryland. Yeah, I'm bearish on USC. I'll be honest with you. I'm just I, – I don't know what we're going to see out of them. I think again, man, this, they got that new defensive coordinator. I think that's going to change the tone there. Yeah, we'll see that quarterback. That's I what mean, they needed. They needed a defense. Just, all right. Yeah, but so, you're starting I a mean, guy who's played one game. I mean, we're going to get into that with a team I want to stay away from. But yeah, but he's Miller time, man. <laughs> Miller time did look good. <laughs> he's out there mossing everybody. There's nothing like the champagne of beers, man. Give it to him for that. Hey, again, you have the number one overall pick in the draft as your quarterback last year, and you lost five games. So, yeah, <clears throat> well, it's the system, brother. What up, Andrew? Andrew, he's a uh, part of the College Football Dogs Network, just like we are. He runs a villains College Football Villains podcast, man. It's a really relaxed show. They kick back, man. They they you want to get rough and rowdy? That's a rough and rowdy show. Get on there. They do all kinds of shit talking. It's a good time. Check them out. Check them yeah, out. Come on here and talk shit, Andrew. Let's go, man. We need some shit <laughs> Bring your best. Bring your best. All right, so we did the overs, man. Those are Matt's best overs. Let's did get you give Matt's. me a chance to give my opinion on this? Come on, asshole. No one, no one needs to hear your opinion. <laughs> hey, everyone <laughs> wants to hear the winner's opinion. What was I, 63%? I don't even remember anymore. It was so long ago. It was just, yeah, so, nobody, it was so good. I made that money. I held you all. I held you all. So count on me again this year. Let me give you, I go over too. That's an easy one. Yeah, easy over. Absolutely. All right, let's get into these unders. Matt's best unders, man. Let's start off with Michigan. Michigan, hell of a fucking schedule. Woo, boy, they got a schedule. Fat, nine and a half on the over and under. Matt, ooh, I think you got this one right, and this one might make some Wolverines upset, but it might be the truth. Yeah, Damn yeah, that no, schedule. No bias, no emotion when it comes to gambling. I take off my Ohio State hat. I look at everything as unbiased as humanly possible, and you tip your cap. They had a wonderful year last year, and uh, I think they're going to be returning some good players. So it's not Their a schedule. schedule just had a sex change. It's completely different go. than last year. You, you got all that. So – so this is not a not really so much a talent or coach more or anything along that. It is a brutal schedule. When you start off with, let's start out with some of your tougher opponents for Michigan. You got to face Ooh. Fresno State week one. Again, not a not an easy game. I think they'll win it, 
but it's still not an easy game. Then you got Texas coming to town. You got USC coming to town. You are traveling out to Seattle and Washington. And I can tell you all, even when Washington the last few years had some down years, they win pretty frequently in Seattle. It's a tough place to travel to. It's a tough stadium to play in. So even with a Husky down year, I think that's a really tough game. Then you got Oregon at home and you travel to the shoe. So there are six games that I think are going to be challenging there. I'm not saying they're going to lose all six, but for this bet and this purpose at nine and a half, they lose three of those six. They're under. That's it. So hey, let's change three, that schedule, brother. Oh, I mean, I, I bet they want to give us Michigan. I bet I'm they want Rutgers. That's old trust. Me. Oh, man. Change it back. Never mind. I lied. Yeah. <laughs> and even, you know, I, and I'm not saying Arkansas State's going to win, but I know they're returning a lot of players as well, too. So, I, you know, Michigan's going to win that game, but not as easy as it looked a couple years ago when they were a, you know, two and 10 program. And you got about six cupcakes again on the schedule, two nine, you know, you got one non conference at Arkansas State that I mentioned. You got Minnesota at Illinois, at Indiana, home against Northwestern. So I apologize. You got five ones there. But even with those five, you just put them in the bag, say they win. You've got to find five more games after that to hit this over. And I just see with losing a lot of that offense, I see with the coaching change, they're going to be good. Mm -hmm. I see this as a nine and three football team, and that hits under. Damn. That's rough. That's hard. Because I see this team, if they lose three games, I think they're one of those teams that gets into the playoffs with three losses. If it's Texas, Oregon, and Ohio State are your three losses and you look really good in all 12 games, yeah, I bet they're a 10 seed, to be honest with you. Dude, even if they beat one of those and lose to like a USC, still can yeah. get in. Oh, yeah. If they if they beat one of those three I mentioned and they yeah they lose to UW or USC, I still think they're a top 11 team. Yeah. All I'll say is under all day, man, they paid for that national championship. And what I mean they paid for it, uh, it wasn't Connor Stallions. I'm talking about their coach left, all their seniors left, their entire coaching staff left, and then the big comes in and sticks it big with that schedule. And then they do them no no favors either by grabbing Texas and Fresno State too. Like that's not a that's not gonna give me that's not gonna be a give me win, man. This is a that's award all day. Word Emmanuel, to the bank. But man, that schedule: Texas, USC, Ohio State. Oregon, man. Like, who wants that? Nobody wants that, man. That's the. I want it, man. I want to watch these games, well, man. I'm fans, so pumped. About, like, if you're yeah. a coach and, you, and your fans want that, depends on you winning, you don't want that, man. Dude, it's a new world with scheduling. You got to take that into effect, man. There's got to be like a, a ranking of your schedule strength to go into the rankings this year the, for the top I mean, 12. I mean, with as many games as they're having, you look at what Georgia, what Alabama does. Uh, man, some of these teams, they're playing some just big-time matchups. It I mean, usually would be out-of-conference games. I all agree. Of you look at Oregon. You look at Texas playing them. You look at playing USC. Those are all huge magnet games. Everyone's going to gravitate to those. Oh, we're going to we're gonna have to be there. Big Ten backers, we already got one question. They're asking if we're going to be on a road trip for Virginia Tech Rutgers to hear Metallica. Ooh, when they shit. start playing, man, give me that lunch pal. I would love to be there. That's one of my dream stadiums to go see. But man, yeah, there's so that's... many good choices this year. Like, I feel like we have to be at Texas, Michigan. We have to be at USC, Michigan. It's going to be a hard, fun trip for the Big Ten backers this year when we're making our rounds. 
Dude, we're gonna have to go back to that schedule to answer that. What what week is that? I don't even I don't know. Even like know. week three. We got to plan our season out, man. And then of course we try not to plan it out too much, just in case you know there's something that happens and teams don't do as good as they should have, or another team like Rutgers shocks and surprises. And we got to see where the where the college football dogs take us with their uh, press oh, credentials. Yeah. College football dogs, man. They're gonna get us press credentials. We're gonna be uh, at stadiums for the college football dogs for their Saturday show, man. I can't wait. In stadiums, around stadiums, on stadiums, through them. Yeah, exactly. All of it. All of the above. <laughs> Maybe under. Yeah, it's going to take some work. But... Ground, so that, that would work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. All right. So, All right. Cow, what man. do I? You got what do you got? Hold on. Next... I didn't give my opinion again. You were just skipping me like a motherfucker. I didn't say. You've been I'm gonna go over. Time. I thought that was. I'm gonna opinion. take over. I'm gonna take over. I, I'm gonna give Michigan credit. They pulled it off last year. I think they're gonna pull it off again this year. They still have the meat and bones from what they had last year. They're gonna get it done. Two years from now, that's when they're gonna feel the effects of Harbaugh and everyone leaving. I don't know. That defense is definitely good enough to keep them in every game, for sure. Hell yeah! But I don't know. Nine and a half is fat, man. That's fat. Orgy in the end zone, man. Or <laughs> maybe he's not throwing it. He might be running it to the end zone. It don't matter as long as he's there. Damn it. <laughs> right, I, Southern Cow, I, man. I hate Southern Michigan. Cow. Seven and a half. That seems like it should be easy with that name, but it ain't going to be easy. So Matt, tell me why you think it's not. Yeah, Switch, that so one, Switch that schedule. One of the things that I really want to see this year, and it's going to take a couple Ooh. years for this to flush itself out. But I started tracking, okay, with these original 14 Big Ten teams, you know, how often do you go west? And if you look at that, every single one of the original 14 only go out west once. The same is not true for the new four teams going east. Now, I didn't take central time zone into account. I know you all want to, but I'm just talking east as in the new footprint of what they're used to. And I say all that. Because when you actually look at USC's schedule, they go out east four times, which they have not done in a very long time. I'm really interested to see traveling out central time zone, eastern time zone, how that plays in. So that's one variable to consider. Um, Second variable, again, if you start out with the soft part of their schedule, you got one soft non-conference game, you know, Utah State. And then you really have at soft like your nightlife. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then you're at Minnesota and you're at UCLA. That's it. I mean, when I look and I say, okay, what do I think is just truly flat out winnable game? No debate, no question about it. I look at USC schedule and I see three, you know, and then you start flipping and saying, okay, let's start looking at some of your tough games. You got LSU. It is a neutral site game. But you still got LSU, you're at Michigan, home against Wisconsin, home against Penn State, you're traveling up to Seattle to play Washington, and you got Notre Dame. I mean, that's brutal. And in fact, if you look at those six games, which I can make an argument, they could lose those six games. Even if they win one of those and lose the other five, you're sitting at a seven and five record. So to me, the seven and a half over under makes no sense. You're also seeing them return on both sides of the ball, about 50% total of the players. And honestly, you got a, a quarterback who's played one game in his collegiate career. And 
I don't care how great you look in a bowl game. That is really tough for a young kid having one game of experience stepping in to this kind of schedule and saying, go win me eight football games. I don't see it. I don't buy it. I think another seven and five year, if you're lucky at USC, bang me under. Go ahead, Steve. I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me that. Give me that Miller time, that champagne of beers. I got them only losing four games. Give me the over. The only games that for sure losses, all right? Michigan. Uh, I'll get LSU beats them at the neutral site. And Notre Dame, those are three. And then Penn State, I think they could go either way. I think, they take, I think, down, I think they take down Washington. I think for sure they'll take down Washington. I think this is a close one. I think they're definitely at seven wins. It's just can they get that other win to get, get them over ball. seven? That defense, so, man, that coordinator. So they're going to be at seven wins in my opinion. Now they have to win against Notre Dame, Penn State, Michigan, LSU, and Nebraska to get to that eighth win. And I think that's going to be tough, man. You could probably pull that Nebraska win, but if you pull that Nebraska win, did you get upset by Wisconsin? Did you get upset by Maryland? I think that eighth win is going to be really hard. I think Vegas has got this one dialed in really, really well. I think it is going to be tough for them to get the over, but I do think it's possible. Uh, but man, close one, really tight. Hard to hard to predict this one. I agree. Yeah, I mean that's what stay away one probably. But if I'm going to put my money down, I'm going the over. Oh, you missed it, Jack Q, man. We didn't count out Rutgers. We were talking about how they're the safest bet for the over this year, man. We were already we were already sure. good on that. Man, they got that schedule. You got to rewind the tape after the, after the show's over. Listen to that again because we talked up Rutgers big time. We did. We were <laughs> – yeah, we're selling. But they're also selling, lucky man. as fuck, man. That schedule. That That's schedule. Really nice. They don't play anyone, Ryan, at least in the Big Ten. Ryan Carter says Michigan, Penn State. Michigan, Penn State football, Washington, LSU are guaranteed losses. Uh, for SC, and he says, I'll say right now, odds on favorite to win the Big Ten is Ohio State and then Oregon and then Penn State. I think that is the top three teams going into this year. Penn State returns a lot of talent, and then Oregon and Ohio State, you've seen everything they did in the offseason. Well, there's Penn State at third again. <laughs> it's funny. They, can't, they can't get out of it. They can't get out of third place. <laughs> no matter man. what happens. And they got a better team, and it's just more people to play against. All right, we got one more. Guaranteed, well, not guaranteed. Can't say guaranteed. Sorry, Matt. Guaranteed. guaranteed. Most likely to be you under. You can say it. I won't say it. Opinion. We got the other town, the other team from LA, UCLA. Their over and under is at five and a half. Tell me why they won't make five and a half. And there's lots of reasons. I don't think they're going to get close to five and a half. And, and again, look at that schedule. Looking, looking at, we're going to start with the hard. Actually, we'll start with, again, going with the traveling eastbound. You got four games. Eastern Central time zones again. I think that's going to be a really big factor for these teams. Very curious to see how that plays out. Now we're going to jump. That's going to happen every year. I mean, there's only four teams in the West. They're going to have to travel. Yeah, but I think that's a burden on them. You look at all the the original 14, they only travel out West once. Every single one of them have won. With correction, I do apologize. Purdue somehow missed the West Coast boat. They don't travel out West at all. The other 13 do. But – I, I think that. when you say, okay, Ohio State, you have one game this year out west. USC, you have four games out east. You're right. They're going to have to do it, but that's a factor. Now you start looking at UCLA, and you look at a, the tough games on their schedule. They are at LSU, home against Oregon, at Penn State, at Rutgers, 
at Washington, you got USC at home, and you finish the year again with Fresno State. I am bullish on Fresno State. I'm sure you all picked up on that. That's a really tough schedule. That's a really tough schedule with those seven teams. I think you really only see three kind of layups. You, you do travel to Hawaii, which may sound a little silly, but it's not fun to play Hawaii at Hawaii. You got Indiana and Minnesota. So I, I really see three for sure. But to be honest with you, I don't see how you're finding another three after that on this schedule. I agree. for me. For sure. Minnesota could get them, man. I think there's only two for sure. I think Vegas should have put this at two and a half or three and a half. There's no way that they get the four and a half. I think this is the safest bet we've talked about. Drop it now. I love Rutgers, but I think UCLA is even safer than them going over, which is crazy. But I don't, there's no way. Absolutely no way. Dude, you got to look at your hard games for them, man. That's, it's just funny saying it at Rutgers, Fresno State. But it's true, man. UCLA just dropped the boat, man. I mean, they I think, lost their players. They lost their defensive coordinator. They lost their head coach. They have a really young head coach. Doesn't even know have. Doesn't even have. He was a running back coach last year. Experience. Holy shit! That was that's risky, man. That's that's why that's probably my favorite play of all of them. Is that under? Yeah, that one. Is. Damn, I feel sorry for those Bruins, man, because. They should be able to recruit. They should be able to win in football, man. They they're in LA, man. Do you just bring recruits out and be like, "Hey, enjoy the sunshine?" But they can't. Yeah, then their then their big brother says, "Come on over here and play at the Coliseum." That's what happens. And then you have a chance to go out and get maybe a well-named coach, spend some money on a guy. And, and no offense to the coach that they picked up, but man, he has no coordinating experience. He came straight from the running back room. Now he he ran a damn good room and put running backs in the NFL, but that's a big jump, man, from running a running back room to being the head coach. That's massive. Yeah, I mean, it's like putting Brian Hartline at Ohio State at head coach, you know. They didn't do that. They even dropped him from coordinator, kind of. Uh, this screams bridge coach to me, to be honest with you. Yeah. I see, they see this transition yep. to the Big Ten. They see a bridge coach. They're going to get their NIL situation figured out. I mean, Chip Kelly said it was a Save disaster. Some money. I, I see him saving some money. Get your NIL right, you know, have a couple four and eight years, take your lumps, get your act together. Could you imagine saying that at a big time program? Just get your four and eight years and then we'll get things I mean, together. I mean, two years ago, go go uh, Google it for your fans. When, when UCLA opened up against South Alabama, South Alabama beat them. You see the view of the Rose Bowl on the home opener. You couldn't yeah. put – all those people into my living room right now that were in that stadium. <laughs> I mean, like it, like that, was, that, was, that wasn't last year. That was 2022 in South Alabama yeah. was, you know, decent. They beat them. <laughs> but, Fresno state's going to do it again. Uh, you know, I think UCLA has a lot of problems and I see them taking a few years to sort it out. Now they're not taking football serious. And we got a comment that kind of touched on it. Jack who here. He's like, Bruins really need to put a focus on football. Yep. They do. They have it in, I don't know how many years. It seemed like Chip was kind of getting in the right direction. They're like, hey, let's fire this guy. I don't understand hey. why. Maybe they're just trying to get things done cheaper. They don't want an expensive coach. They, they're not putting money into the football program. Their NIL program is in shambles. Like they, they are a complete mess everywhere. Uh, but let's hit these comments and then we'll take a look. Their fans were legit when I was out there in LA, though, for the Battle of LA. It was awesome. I mean, it was a good yeah, experience seeing them tailgate, having a good ass time. But damn, man, they need to put some money in that program. Good fans. 
don't mean a whole lot when it comes to wins on the field. Indiana was fun. We went to Indiana for Ohio State game, and those Indiana that the fans were in there. Indiana was a blast. Kennedy's at Ohio State. It was a good time. They were having a blast. But how good did fuck Ohio? Exactly. They were having a good time. Didn't mean anything though. They didn't know anyone on their team though. No. Let's hit these comments, man. Jack Hughes hitting us up. Lots of lucky teams this year. Watch out for Missouri, Ole Miss, and Syracuse. Those are just a few on the top of his brain. Yeah, all those teams right there are looking to have a massive year. It's crazy to say Syracuse, but they might be the Louisville of the ACC this year. Go on a run. You have to look they at yourself. How big of a lightning rod the new coach will be. I think he wins them one or two games. They shouldn't. I, I can't remember who he was talking about. Though. Talking about big lightning rods. I think you're on the wrong show. And then uh, they talked about Chip Kelly being gone. Yeah, we mentioned that, man. Big loss for them. Not only that, like they were kind of like Michigan Huge. falling apart, but they obviously, uh, didn't have everything Michigan had to begin with when they fell apart. And then he says, at this point, save your NIL for five years and buy you a championship twice a decade. I don't even think the Bruins can do that, but that might be a good play. <laughs> <laughs> twice right, a decade. Let's pay some bills, man. Let's pay some bills. Let's hit it up. Let's get a little spicy. Let's get some Danos. Dano seasoning, food's favorite flavor. Yum yum, get you some. I'm Joe Burrito, your favorite burrito. Whoa, whoa. Joe, hey. we all know you're the best. What? You can always do better. Try the new Danos hot chipotle. Ooh, that's spicy. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. Get you some. Let's get spicy, man. We're going to talk about the spicy because we got the two best odds in the Big Ten. We're going to talk about those two teams next and their schedule. This is Matt. Stay away. Don't not touch these teams. This is not safe. Betters, beware. And let's start with the Ohio State University, your guys' favorite team, and one of y'all's alma mater. Yes, sir. And, and this is uh, – there may be a little biasy on my end, not not with the Ohio State comment, but when I look at over-unders across all the major sports, I do typically stay away from the ones at the extreme end. I just think there's mm-hmm. such a little margin of error when you're talking about some of the best teams in professional sports or collegiate sports. So I am a little biased on that front, but I think there's some data here that kind of supports that. When you're looking at Ohio State – First off, I want to say when I added up all the soft number of games on anybody's schedule in the Big Ten, I had Ohio State at seven. So you you see that right off the bat where I think they have seven relatively soft games, Akron, Western Michigan, Marshall, um, Michigan State. I mean, you all can see the schedule. But I think that's pretty straightforward where I do say, okay, right off the bat, I see seven wins right there with some of the softer teams. Now you kind of look at some of their tougher games. They do. They're a home against Iowa, not a fun team to play. At Oregon, could be a very legitimate loss there. At Penn State, I don't know if that's going to be a big noon kickoff or a whiteout at night. Who knows? And then, of course, Michigan. And and I look and I say to myself, okay, I think traveling out to Eugene, they lose that game. Everyone kind of says, hey, that's that's not super surprising. Good, Two good football teams, two best in the Big Ten. We'll see you all in the Big Ten championship. But that would put you at one loss. And then you still got to play Penn State. Yeah. You got to play Michigan. And let's be honest, Ryan Day, no matter how great the talent is on his team, is going to be super tight for that last game of the year. Don't you go there. Has to win. Don't you put that on me. 
put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. I, I Man, just, Ohio State's I, I loaded. Like, loaded. They're going to come back. They're going to lose one game this year. If they are not in contention in the top four to end the season, it's going to be a shit show in Columbus because they got everything. I mean, they are a stacked team. They need a offensive tackle, and they need one of the quarterbacks to just show up. They got everything else. Everything else is all over the field. Five stars, the best players you could think of everywhere. Two of the best you're running make, backs in the game. You're making my argument for me is there is no, so gonna, much pressure on Ryan Dick, and there's so much pressure on him. Again, but I can make he's going to do it. I mean, it's not I about the X's and the O's. It's the Jimmy's and the Joe's, brother. He, he has more talent than Michigan, I would probably say, two out of the three years in the last three. And he's gotten so tight in those games, and Michigan's dominated. You know, I, I want to see when you have elite talent, how do you perform on the field? And he has to he has to go 11-1. He has to beat Michigan. He's He's got to go to a national championship game. I don't know if he has to win it, yes. but he's got to get there. Um, yeah. And he's got to beat Michigan. He's got to go. How does he handle – that pressure, I don't know. And I look at the schedule and I say there could be two losses on this schedule. They could still make the playoffs, still make a great run. But when I'm looking at pure over-under and I'm looking at this schedule and I'm looking at Ryan Day's performance on the pressure, and I say stay the hell away from this over-under. I'm with Matt on this one, man. Like, you, If you lose one game, the over-and-under is in extreme jeopardy, right? And they don't have a good out-of-conference schedule this year. But you're talking about the two toughest road games in the big at Oregon at Penn state. And they're within three weeks and you throw Nebraska in the middle of that too. And Nebraska is not going to be any kind of a pushover that three game stretch right there. And I'll talk about in Iowa before it, obviously we got in Iowa before look at that stretch right there, man, Iowa, Oregon, Nebraska, Penn state. That is, that's a disastrous row, man. Like you could look ahead and when you're playing Iowa and look too far ahead and, and think about Oregon, you could maybe go out the, Oregon and, and put a butt whooping on them, and then you're just thinking all high and mighty about yourself. And Nebraska rolls in the town. That 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 stretch of games right there is just danger. I don't think they can get ten and a half because of that stretch right there. But man, oh man, they could do it. But I think Matt's right. The safer here is to stay away because they're good enough to do it, but they're also a hard enough stretch right there that it might not happen, especially on the road at Oregon, at Penn State, and then you got Iowa and Nebraska in between. Ooh. Mm-mm. No thanks. Save your money. Save your money. Uh, if you have to put money on this, where do you go? If you had to, gun to the head, put money on it now. Gun to the head, I'll take the under. Matt? No. Come on, Vegas. I'm too biased. I'm too biased on my team. I expect them to win every single game, and I'm pissed when they don't. So I'm, I'm abstaining on this one. Yeah, you have to. Me, you have to pick. Gun to your head, man. They didn't say hey, you can't. Hard you can't back out of this. Someone's going to. I would say have to. I would say under, under, until Ryan Day can prove he can win in the clutch. I see that Oregon being an L, and I see that last game of the year being an L. I could see them losing to Oregon at Oregon, but man, I, I, I would go over by the skin of your hair. So you're telling me. Iowa, Oregon, Nebraska, Penn State, and the game against Michigan at the end that they they don't lose any more than two games. Guaranteed. How many times, how many years have they had 
Iowa, Penn State. I mean, yeah. those three usually, stretches, they're, they they're nothing. Because they're in a row they and win. then have Michigan at the end. Come on now. This is a new big schedule. You, can't they, this happens every you know, they used this to have, they used to always have, they used to always have, they used to always have Michigan State, Penn State, and Michigan at the end of the year, too. But they got through it. Yeah, but this is four and a Michigan at the end. Yeah, I mean, there's one extra, but they're loaded, man. That There's now, too much talent. Oregon, man. Come on now. Come on. It's big, and it's at Oregon. I get it. And I think that that's the one place that they could lose. They'll win the rest of the games. You got to realize, Beef, talent's never been a problem at Ohio State. It's execution. Yeah, but this is extreme talent. This makes all the other talented teams look minuscule. This is 2019-type talent. Like, they can't lose. Ohio State will probably win the big. I think they will. I think think Steve's right. They might lose at Oregon and maybe replay them in the Big Ten Championship game and win it. But I think that – at Oregon's going to cause some problems. And if then, I had to uh, bet, I'd go over. No, why isn't Kenny here talking about the big? He can't handle anything big. Trust me. <laughs> Kenny's not allowed to talk big. <laughs> SEOs. Sco Ducks. Sco Ducks. Let's go, Ducks. Sco Ducks. I was like, huh? Great segue. Ducks are going to be good, man. That's, that's, a, hey, that, that's a good lead in. Thanks, man. Yeah, Thanks, Brett. Good lead in. All right, here we are. Boom. Man, the they also have that 10 and a half, just like Ohio State. This is another one that Matt says, stay away. Matt, tell me why we should stay away. Yeah, again, you got Oregon 10 and a half as well. You're seeing Ohio State, Oregon at 10 and a half, leading the Big Ten there. First thing you look at is that the hard part of that schedule, you got Ohio State, you're at Michigan, you're at Wisconsin. You do got Washington at home. I, I, that's probably not as hard as I put it in there. But I also did throw in Boise State and Oregon State. And, and you kind of look at Oregon State on the surface and you say, okay, why would you throw Oregon State in there? I can tell you living out here, Oregon State and Washington State are really pissed off schools right now. They, they felt like the conference got taken away from them. I think Washington State's going to give the Huskies a tough road the next few years. I think Oregon State's going to give Oregon a tough game. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Ducks, but I think that's going to be their Super Bowl because they really have nothing else to play for those two schools. So I'd keep a sharp eye on those when we're getting into the weeks where they're betting, but I think that is a tougher Shit. game for them. They're going to treat you. Oregon State like Liberty. <laughs> Emotion is real in college football. This is the NFL. Absolutely. Oregon wins by 21 and go home. Emotion plays big in college football. And I can tell you right now, living out here, they are not happy. They are not happy at all. Of course they're not happy. They got left out of the show, man. I'm just saying, when you look at Oregon State and you say, what the hell are they playing for? Because they have no conference championship whatsoever. They got one game on their schedule they care about, and it's this one. And I'm just saying, there's a reason they got left out. They ain't losing to no Beavers. Just for clarification purposes, was this your opinion, or you still need to share your opinion? My opinion? Oh, me? No, that's not my – I didn't go go over (laughs) under. I was just talking about the rivalry, man. Come on. Anyway. I do need to share my opinion. I want to be heard. I'm like a woman. Listen to me. Take my opinion. Care about me. Tell me good things. I got it. I'm going to hug it and squeeze it and pet it, and then I want to get rid of it. Hey, man, then, that's not how this is supposed to go. That, well, if you see how this is supposed again, to go. They got, they got some softer. It started off good. Opponents. They got about five soft opponents. And, again, this is a team travels east and central three times, too, and everything to take a part of. 
I think Oregon is an elite football team this year. I think I really see them playing a part in the Big Ten championship game. Um, they're probably one of the two. Uh, you know, Ohio State, Oregon national or uh, Big Ten championship seems highly likely. And again, mm-hmm. this is not an indictment on Ohio State or Oregon. These teams could win 11 games. They could win 12 games. But we're looking at it right now with these much more complicated schedules. Everybody knowing in the back of their head, hey, one loss, hey, two losses. It doesn't eliminate me anymore like it used to. Mm -hmm. I'm really curious to see how these teams handle these really difficult schedules and knowing, hey, one loss doesn't exclude me from the playoffs. So I say stay away from your 10 and a half. Across the board. Yeah, stay away. But you have to pick because this is a betting show. So what's your pick, gun to your head? Come on, bet my money. Over. Over. Damn, you took – all right. Okay. All right, what you got, Steve? What you got? I'll respect your opinion. (laughs) This is tough. Uh, Let me just think about that. They lost to Ohio State and Michigan. Just those two games. Do they still get into the playoffs? Yes, yeah, absolutely. They might get into the big who are their who, who are their wins? I mean, they're strong wins then. Washington. Wisconsin. I, Wisconsin. I'll, I'll give a sneaky pick. We'll we'll cut to it a little bit later. I, I think Boise State's gonna make the playoff as the best group of five team. I really do. So I actually see that Boise State game bringing a pretty darn good game. That's gonna be a big game then. All right, so what you got? Think, does Boise State got a lot coming back? All right. Oh, yes, man. Okay. Uh, I guess this is just like Ohio State. I mean, they've been recruiting well. They're stacked at quarterback. They're stacked everywhere. They got wide receivers out the yin-yang. They got a great young coach. I would probably go under just barely. Man, man. I don't like that pick, but I'll go under. All right. I don't like it, I'm but I'm be- taking it. I think this would be a safer bet for the over than Ohio State, only because they don't play at Ohio State and at Penn State. <clears throat> they got mm-hmm. Mich- I mean, they got Michigan, Oregon State, and Wisconsin as their tough road games. That's a lot easier than you know playing at Oregon or playing at Penn State. So I think they're a safer bet at the over. I'm with, with Matt. I think it's a little bit more safe bet to stay away. But if I had to choose, I would take the over too. You're telling me even if they lose to Ohio State, they win the rest of their games. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. I, I mean, think so. Michigan's not going to be – it's not going to be It's easy. not going to be easy. I, I feel like Michigan's going to fall way off, and I think Oregon is the most complete team outside of Ohio State, and you could even say Ohio State in that matter. I think I – mean, everybody talks about all these West Coast teams don't know how to play big football. Oregon has been building in the trenches on both the offensive line and the defensive line. If there's one team that switched over that's ready to make this transition, it is Oregon, and they're – they're sure. better than 99% of the teams in the Big Ten, man, and, and they could be better than Ohio State, and we're going to find that out this year. And we might actually get two cracks at that Wait. game to see who's better. So I would take the over if I had to. Uh, but, man, this is going to be going to be fun. Like, Oregon's been building for this. They've been ready, man. I think they knew a long time yep. ago that they were coming to the big, and they've been building in the trenches. Like, this is not your Oregon of the past where they're a flashy, you know, fast wide receivers, big running back, Chip Kelly type. This team is defense, 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 man, and – I think they're the best in the big coming into this year. I think Ohio State's right there with them, and I think these two, it's going to be Godzilla versus King Kong, man. But I think Oregon's schedule is a little bit more favorable within the big than Ohio It is. State. It is. You're right. But did you see what that Michigan defense did to a 
Pac-12 team, the Phoenix in Washington, man. They had them twice. They had Oregon twice, and that defense was just way too much. Let's not act Washington. like that game was just a beatdown, man. That was a seven-point game, mostly through the third quarter. It wasn't some, like, beatdown. But that, that defense dominated. End, but that game was actual really close game. It was. But Michigan dominated, even though it was close. Just saying. Just saying. Just going to put that out there. Because a lot of people just think, like, oh, Michigan on, just man. railroaded them the entire day. But it wasn't that way. Like Washington's It looked pretty defense, bad. Washington's defense held them in check. In the outside the first quarter and the fourth quarter, like Washington's defense was right there with them. Yeah, Washington's defense did good, but I mean, Michigan isn't like an offensive powerhouse team, you know? No, they're a game. But if you look at team. the additions Oregon had and already had before they yeah. put on the additions, right. they're built on offense and defense. It's a, it's a complete different team than last year. Man, I can't and wait I think to chop this been... back up later on. Spit it well, Yeah, in we'll pick face. it up, man. We'll pick it up. But anyways, let's hit some comments, man, and because we, we got a lot of them. It says, uh, Oregon State will be a fine addition <laughs> to the Sun Belt. <laughs> maybe awesome. the new ACC after everybody leaves there. They can join Stanford. Well, that's comment of the day. He just broke the internet. <laughs> Let's see. Alex says Ohio State's going twelve and zero. Lock it in. Hope you're ready. Right, That's my boy, Jeff, Alex. This the same Ohio State that got beat by a white running back for Mizzou. It's not the same Ohio State, but it's close. Uh, depends on how that quarterback room develops and that left tackle comes through. But Ohio oh, State still got they had their third string quarterback freshman in. Man, that no, it's, it's, not, even, it's not even comparable. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not the yeah. same. No. Their all-world receiver was gone. They didn't have any. Dominic wants to know why we don't have Oregon versus Oregon State on the schedule. I don't know. Steve made that blame him. He he was the uh, graphic. Yeah, they don't. Right they also don't play Texas Tech this year, Steve. But <laughs> didn't want to tell you. Uh, well, I didn't make the graphic. I just stole the graphic. Well, it was actually stole. from uh, Oregon Texas. football Twitter. <laughs> they well, done no, not up there, Aaron. Jack Hughes said no losses, no losses for Oregon. It, it uh, could man, be. That's gonna be tough to say. I think there's one in there somewhere, but <laughs> there's no more than that. Got to recheck the graphics before I send them to you. <laughs> hey, you posted it. it says, I just State gave Oregon it to you. Probably hit the over. Wow. And then Andrews got Washington. We'll I lose mean, seven. Wait, games. who said? Who said they both hit the over? That I was mean, Alex, man. Alex nice. from Buckeye Bros, man. If you guys want more yeah. in depth on Buckeye football, go check out the Buck uh, Buckeye Bros show. Very good show, man. They, they hit everything Ohio State, not just football. Obviously, it's centric about football because it's Ohio State, but they talk basketball. They talk everything else uh, as well. So hit those guys. Give up. it to them. Oregon is more set at QB than Ohio State is. He said we are, but I was just trying to clarify for people who didn't realize he was an Ohio State fan, even though I just said he was. But whatever. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, spit it all out, man. Let's go. He said the Wolverines are going to be like a whole new team. They are going to be. I mean, the defense has got a lot of the foundation there, so I think the defense is yeah, going to look do. similar. But who knows what the coaching staff and, and offense is going to look like? Like, well, and got, they got a they got a Baltimore Ravens defensive coach too, so the defense is going to be exact same. Yeah, it is. All right, let's play. Well, no, wait, we got Nebraska, then we'll pay some bills. All right, Matt, you had Nebraska as another team to stay away from. They're at seven and a half. Why are we? Give me that away? schedule. Yeah, I mean, first off, I, I know I know where this line's coming from. I know where Vegas gets it. If, if you look at seven, well, first and foremost, they have they have 
a lot of returning starters back. So that's really where that number is getting carried from. You look at mm-hmm. the soft part of their schedule, pretty, you know, too easy non-conference Illinois at Purdue at Indiana, UCLA. So you kind of see six wins right there. So you're really getting close to that seven and a half with some six easy wins. However, mm-hmm. you kind of look at the other side, you got Colorado you, at Ohio state at USC. To me, that could be a coin toss Wisconsin and at Iowa. So I see some potential there, but I'm going to go back to the philosophy of there's no way in the world, I don't care what your ranking is coming out of high school, that a freshman starting quarterback is going to come into the Big Ten and win you eight-plus games. I just don't see it. I don't care how good you are. It is such a tough conference. I don't think you'd see it in the SEC either. I I just – the kid could be great. He could be phenomenal. He might not even be there next year for all I know. That kid flip-flops like crazy. I just cannot see a world where a freshman quarterback – leads a Nebraska Big Ten schedule to win eight games. So I'm not buying it. However, I would say their schedule is a lot softer than some of the ones we've talked about. So you kind of got these competing forces at play. As a result of that, stay the hell away from Nebraska. Oh, man, you got to make a pick, though, brother. What is under it? Guns, this is a betting show. You don't, I, I don't even have like that. that. Under, until Nebraska proves that they can play in the Big Ten consistently, um, scared to death of a freshman quarterback, I mean, I would go under, but I stay with my original bet to stay away. All right, Steve, what you got, man? Man, political talk there. If I had to, I would, but I stay with my original bet. All right. Oh, man. It's tough. You're right. Those six games, they got six wins. Easy, right? Uh, but where are the losses? For sure, they're losing to USC. They're losing to Ohio State. Wisconsin, Iowa, I could see them possibly winning those games, but who knows? So I'll give them one. I would stay away from this bet, too. I'm with you, but I'm going to go the over. I'm going to give them eight, just eight. Are you, AJ? I'm just saying, of course, this isn't the stay away for a reason, so I'm going to stay away. I see five easy-ish wins here, but for them to get to seven and a half, they have to win three of the following toss-ups or slash upsets they would need to pull. Iowa, on the road, at Iowa, at the end of the season. That's no. going to be a tough game. No, Wisconsin should be more talented this year. They might not have a better record, but they're going to be way more talented. Then you're at USC, all the way in out, out in L.A. You got OSU. You got to go to Columbus. Colorado's not getting... Uh, any easier and then Rutgers man another team that could potentially hold its weight against Nebraska as well they would need to sweep three of those Colorado whiskey Iowa USC they're not getting Iowa they're not going to get LSU they'd have to win one of like three of those games and that's that's tough sledding man that's uh tough you're right I keep rooting for Nebraska and they're always disappointing I love Nebraska I love their fans I hope they can I hope they can pull some weight I don't I think they're a year early still I don't think they're quite ready yet, but man, that's a tough, tough walk they got to do to get to eight wins. And, and I don't see it happening. So I would take it's the just under. tough because Matt Rule, you know, his second year, they're always good under Matt Rule. Always good by the second year. This but this is a 12. different situation. This isn't the Big not 12. Big You're 12, right. Man. And it's not the original Big 10 either. I mean, if they didn't have all, all these extra teams lining up, I think that they would pull off eight wins this year. You know, if they weren't having these West Coast teams added in, they could get it. <laughs> uh, Andrew says Nebraska back to the Big 12 immediately. They might want to escape this uh, this storm they found. <laughs> Boy. They'd be winning the Big 12, maybe. 
He says over. He's taking the over. And then uh, Clinton for president. This is a this is a great comment. Clinton for president says I want Beeb to eat me. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but you got it, man. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's a man, but <laughs> well, well, if it's a woman, then no. <laughs> Overruled. Yeah. And then Troy says, "You guys still selling this big BS? We're selling this BS big time. What you talking about? You got to put those words back." We are for sure. That's what we do. We're the Big Ten backers, man. Part of the college football the network, man. Media network. We're here selling the Big Come Ten on. all day. It sells itself. But let's get another commercial in, and then we'll get this show. We got to get dialed in. We were already what at you an hour. Willis selling the Big Icy Breeze is the world's first portable air conditioner and cooler. A premium ice cooler that doubles as an eco-friendly portable air conditioner. This is not a swamp cooler just blowing air across ice. Over 60 parts and components allow Icy Breeze to achieve what no other product in the world can do. The secret behind the Icy Breeze is an innovative design that circulates chilled ice water through a heat exchanger in the lid, replacing the Freon used in most ACs. Fresh air is drawn from hidden vents in the top of the cooler, pulled across the exchanger, and chilled down to 35 degrees cooler than the outside air. A three-speed fan control delivers Icy Breeze's dry, cold air up to 25 miles per hour, just like a car AC. And a stay-put flex hose directs the breeze in any direction. Wherever you need it, Icy Breeze helps you beat the heat. Oh, a swamp man. cooler Colin, in a box, can man. More? Can we get more comments from Clinton for president? Please, Clinton <laughs> for president. I want more. <laughs> Anything. I want more. I want a second term. Hey, Come man, on. I thought we agreed not to play that commercial unless it's summertime. This is fucking February degrees in the Midwest. This is summertime. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you, need, you need the icy breeze? Come Big on. Ten's down in LA, man. Big Ten's down in LA. You got to hit all your fan base. Come on, exactly. man. All right. All right. If someone buys that in LA tonight and puts Big Ten backers on that, then... All right. You should be support we'll do it the again. sponsors. Support your sponsors yeah. here. Buy Come it, on. man. Buy that shit. No way. Buy it. Awesome cooler. Absolutely. Yeah, but that's a summertime commercial. Beef. Did we, we lose? Did we just lose AJ? Bet. Huh? Ah, oh, here we go. You froze up for a little bit on my screen. My you know bad. what? I I want. You've heard a bunch about me. I want to. I want to hear from you all. Wait, all right. So this is me at? and Beef's best bets, man. This is where we're gonna try to trump Matt and say this is where. He should have played some of his better bets. So Steve's going to talk about an over that he should have took, and I'm going to talk about an under he should have took. Uh, but first of all, Iowa, man, they are set for their over and under at 7.5. B, Flip that schedule. Was, tell me that. Flip that tell schedule. Who's man, picking look Iowa at, and is it over under? I want to I want to get my rebuttal already in place. I am picking Iowa, and Four. I am picking the over. For sure, man. This is an easy wow. bet. You gotta take this. Uh, this should have been an easy over more than Maryland. So this is for the Maryland one. Yeah, switch that with Maryland. I mean, they skip Oregon, no Michigan, no Penn State, no USC. I know they didn't make a splash higher with Tim Lester, but hell, Helen Keller could have called plays last year, man. Better than Brian Ferentz. Easy. Anyone could have. Pick up anyone off the street. They could have done it. So it's gonna be a better it's gonna be a better offense. The defense is always stacked. They got that defensive coordinator. Easy. 
easy. Look at that schedule. I mean, easy. Illinois State, Iowa State. Yeah, sometimes Iowa State pulls through, but they're not going to do it. Troy, Minnesota, they're going to lose at Ohio State. Washington, they can probably win. Michigan State, they will win. Northwestern, they will win. Maybe they'll lose to a Wisconsin. UCLA, they'll win. Maryland, probably win. And Nebraska is probably a win, too. Yeah, this was Matt's big mistake. He chose Maryland as the better over here. I think he's absolutely crazy. Steve said it best. They avoid Michigan, Oregon, Penn State. If there is there a better way to make easy bake and USC Give me those easy bake cookies, they avoid those teams. They're going to be favored probably ten or eleven games this year. They're definitely hitting the over all day. Mark it down. They have a way better chance to hit over than Maryland does. I can't believe they're this low at seven and a half. I think you could. And their one their one visit out west is to UCLA. Yep, exactly. So come man. on, man. Come on. Over, over, Matt. This one should have been in your over column. Tell me why I'm wrong. You can't. First off, I, Iowa State returning productivity, second most in the country. I think that's an up-and-coming team. Big fan of Matt Campbell. Got to love my Purple Raiders. So I see that being a much tougher game. Ohio State, I see being a challenge. Again, Washington, I just don't have that feel for. I think Wisconsin's an up-and-coming team as well. I look at their soft schedule. I see four games that are easy wins in the bag. But let's also be honest where there's no easy wins at Iowa. Every game is a field goal game. It's a field goal game. Yeah, but they win them. They always win them. (laughs) All right. Iowa was elite last year. Even if if they're a very good defense, you take a couple of those games, they're probably losses. You have to play at an elite level at that defense. But their offense is going to be better. It can't get worse. It can't get worse. I mean, you might as well go pick a You'd have to punt the ball backwards every time for it to get worse. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I, – I don't have any confidence in Iowa's offensive system. I do not believe you can continually play at such an elite defensive level year in and out. You can be very good, but they were elite they last year. I don't see that. I look at this and I say, okay, I'm not touching a team that can't score the ball. This is college football. I need offense. I need scoring. I didn't ask you to touch them. I asked you to bet on them. They're still going to be favored in almost every game. Maybe even one they won't be favored in against Ohio State. Now, What do you think this is, a locker room in the Big Ten? You don't want to touch them. (laughs) I was going to say, they have the pink locker room. (laughs) Listen, if if you're asking me right now, do I think Iowa goes 8-4? and Yeah, I I wouldn't be shocked by that at all. But I'm not putting my money on a team I don't trust and a team that cannot score – in Division One college football. All right, this is, indivi- this is an individual bet, man. Oh, I bet point. the over. You bet the under. We'll do the handshake on the screen. No. no. How much point, you want to put though, against man. it? Zero. They are I'm more trustworthy than Maryland. Are you crazy? They're way more trustworthy than Maryland. No, Iowa will Iowa, and they will go go hawk. Oh fuck! What happened? Of course they do that. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Minnesota last year, but they're still a safer over than Maryland is, in my opinion. We'll move on they'll, to the next They'll be one. almost all the teams are supposed to beat. They might lose one of them that they're not supposed to win. All right, AJ, I, I got to hear about I gotta be here about your side of the aisle here. Let's go. All right, Give it to him. Aisle, oh, of course. Of, of course, course the Badger picks the Badgers. On Wisconsin, baby. But anyways, I'm going to talk about how they're not going to be on Wisconsin. I think they're going to be a lot better this year, but, man, that schedule is brutal. This should have been in your unders bet. Man, 6.5 I think is crazy for the Badgers. I see only two guaranteed wins. That's Western Michigan and South Dakota. You can maybe throw in a Northwestern Ooh. in there, but if Northwestern said anything Ooh. last year, said we're not going to be a pushover to any mid, 
mid team in the Big Ten. Like we can beat anybody who's in the mid level of the Big Ten, like Wisconsin is. Maybe Minnesota. Minnesota, they can play tough at times, especially when you're talking about a rivalry game against Wisconsin. I don't think that's a guarantee. And then they got Bama at USC, at Rutgers, Penn State, at Iowa, Oregon, at Nebraska. I mean, they're lucky. They're lucky. Boy. Indiana's not on their schedule this year. Nope. I mean, <laughs> they lost if to you're Indiana. A Wisconsin last year. fan like me, you don't want to bet on this, man. If you do, take the under. Just sit back, enjoy your cheese curds, your fish fry on Friday night. Stock the fridge again. Get yourself some brats on the grill. But this one should have been an under for you, Matt. First off, that's that's why we love Wisconsin. Everything you just said there. That's why it's an amazing state. Highly recommend visiting. Second of all, we all got to set the record straight. Let's start with Purdue and Minnesota. They are the two worst teams in Vegas at over-under at four and a half. So let's not be talking about the Golden Gophers and Purdue being any tough matchup. Two easy wins right there. I see two easy wins at the top as well. I do think they beat Northwestern. I think Northwestern got a little bit of that first-year coach bomb, disrespect card, whatever you want to say. So I actually see five pretty straightforward wins on this schedule right away. And you're right. that because we were at the Purdue game and Purdue had a 14 point lead and Wisconsin had to make a hell of a comeback in the fourth quarter to win that game. Yeah, but they lost, they lost their running back and they lost, uh, they already had their quarterback. Uh, He was actually Mordecai was in. Well, he played that because we interviewed him after the game. So he was, yeah, he lost their running back during the game. Yeah. It was a tough year last year and I'm throwing it away. I think there were a ton of injuries. Fickle's first year. I'm going to put that aside. I think Luke Fickle has consistently shown improvement at the coaching ranks, so I see this team getting better on that front. But this Again, schedule, I bro. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I think you see five wins here. I think they I think they do beat Purdue, Minnesota, Northwestern, Western Michigan, and South Dakota. So I, I see But they got to get right seven. Through. You're right. Yeah. That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't go with it. You got you got Alabama, Penn State, Iowa, Oregon. I'll put those in your four loss columns. So right now right. I'm sitting at five and four, and I'm saying to myself, okay, with the remaining games out there, can they win two of three? And again, I I don't I don't buy USC the way you all do. I I think USC could win because they got to travel out there and play, but I don't see that being that in Nebraska. Again, prove it to me. It's not 1998. It's Nebraska in 2024. Why are we talking about them like a power? Well, Wisconsin's got to prove it too. So let's not act like they were on some pedestal in, in Nebraska. Wisconsin's at least played in a big country. Wisconsin's yeah. at least played. Ron Dane's not coming back. Yeah, come on now. Barry Alvarez ain't stalking them sidelines no more. I, I think we can put Wisconsin's record the last 20 years versus Nebraska's. I think we'll see it drastically different. Oh, you forgot the Bo Pelini years, man. Someone's yeah. got a higher ceiling, though. Yeah, <laughs> potentially. And, and again, you got a freshman quarterback. Who knows? And he may not stay. You know, I think Wisconsin and Fickle, again, this screams six and six, seven and five record. This is why I didn't talk about it. I would stay away from. But to call this one is one of the easy unders, I, I, I'd be hesitant to do so. I think it's easy under, but well, let's hit some comments and we'll get to the last bit of this show. But that's where me and me and B thought you kind of slipped a little bit. That's where we, we thought could have been some best Slipping. we should have talked about in depth. You're slipping, boy. Yeah, All right, man. Brandon says, Hawk smash, the over on the Hawks. He is a new to the college football or college dogs media group. He's going to be running the Iowa podcast, the Iowa backers, man. He's part of the family. Nice. 
And then anybody right. here, right, looking for some SEC riders. We need some SEC riders for the college football dogs. If you need to, go to their website, man, collegefootballdogs.com. Sign up. See if we Hit them up. The SEC. Hit them up. And he said Wazoo beats Wisconsin. They did last year. I was at a bar watching that game. It was, it was disappointing. <laughs> Don't sleep on the Cougars, man. He says you need to go watch Wisconsin play at Maybe Lambeau. You should I sleep on the Cougars. You never. You should always sleep on the Cougars. <laughs> uh, I got to slap you for that Cougar. comment. Don't sleep on the Cougars. He is right. Cougar Cougar goal, man. It is legit. It is good cheese. Thanks, uh, thanks, Troy, for reminding me. Wisconsin can't beat Wazoo. I appreciate it. The game wasn't bad enough for me to watch last year. Thanks. I appreciate that. Good looking. Troy, out. Wazoo's a scrappy team. You got to get out to Pullman sometime. It's a hell of a venue. Highly recommend. Oh, yeah. Sleeping on Cougars, and now you're talking about pulling men. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this show took a turn, brother. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll save it. I'll bring it above board. Appreciate <laughs> it. We were sinking. We were going down fast. <laughs> Throw us that life preserver, man. Come on. Yeah, any other, any other Big Ten teams you want to rapid fire with? All right, so we're going to go rapid fire. We're going to go quickies. We're just gonna rapid say, fire. We're just going to say whether we think they're over or under. So let's have a little fun with it, boys. Illinois. Five and a half. What you got, Matt? Five and a half. Ooh. I got him over. All right. We got Indiana at five and a half. What you got, Steve? Indiana at five and a half. Man, I got to go a little bit into the schedule. They got Washington. No, they no, got you Ohio can't. State. They got Michigan. Fire, man. It's rapid uh, fire. Under. Hit. All right. Back to you, Matt. Michigan State at five and a half. Yeah, I, I see over. All right. Steve, you're on the block. Man, Minnesota, how come you're not making any of these picks? Come on, brother. Uh, four Minnesota, and four and a half. Ooh, four and a half. I got to go. Man, their schedule does not look good for four and a half. I go under. Ouch. <laughs> over here looking ah, at the that hurts. Look at these schedulers. All right, Northwestern, five and a half. Steve wants me to go. I'm going to take the under. Ain't no way. All right, back to you, Matt. Purdue. Perdon't. Under. All right, Under Steve. And four and a half. I, I think they get obliterated this year. The defending Pack Dunn champions. Let's say it, man. What do you got? Over under on seven and a half. Over under seven and a half. Man, I think they got this all wrong. Washington's imploded. I got them under. I think that's an easy pick. I would have them under too. Sorry, my husky little friends. They're not going to make it. They are that is the show, man. That is the Ain't show. no Phoenix in Seattle anymore. You got Will Rogers right. on Buttercup. Save the day. Oh, Come on. There is Will Rogers. He did stay. <laughs> hey, someone's got to stay. Apparently, our, that, our Cowboys out in, in Seattle. And he wasn't even like there last year, so he didn't technically stay. Well, he committed and went back into the yeah. portal and then committed again. That's what we mean. Yeah, he came back to somewhere he's never been. Yes. Well, he was there for like three weeks. What are you talking about? He was, he was, he almost did. No, he did. Man, he did he never suited up for the Huskies. He tried to he do the Bill O'Brien. Yeah, he tried to do the Bill O'Brien. Leave him alone. He went to the transfer yeah, they, portal and then they had zero quarterbacks in their quarterback room. And it's like, whoa, I got to come back. Yeah, I got to be the only guy in the room. Hey, they got a good coaching hire. I'll give them that. Do we, we got some more comments we have to hit before we get out of here? He said, is there an off button? LOL. Apparently, he doesn't like to hear about Washington. They're under all day. I got you, Troy. They're, they imploded. They're done. Is there an off? Uh, There's an off button for Washington. 
Yes, there is. Our husky little friends ain't making it this year. Ain't gonna happen. All right, Big Ten backers, thank you all for coming. Hey, Matt, thanks for getting back in the show. Thanks for talking some betting with us. You're the man getting this all together. Our betting expert, man. This guy is in Vegas all of college football season. He takes no time off. His time off is the off season. That's it. So, hey, take your break. We'll be back for more Matt Does Vegas with Vegas Matt when we get closer to the season. All right, man. Enjoy your break, Matt. Thank you, Big Big Ten backers, for coming. Peace out. God bless y'all. On the College Football Dogs website, you'll find a main page that features some of our biggest and newest stories. Our conference pages for content related to your favorite team's conference. Our team store, where we have products that are available all year long, as well as gear available for a limited time only. Our podcast page, where you can see when one of the 12-plus College Football Dogs podcasts is streaming live on social media. Our subscription page, where you can join our Discord. If you're interested in becoming a contributor at College Football Dogs, email us at info at collegefootballdogs.com. If you enjoy any College Football Dogs content, we really do appreciate any donations you can 